Welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Griego-Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. In this podcast, we talk about sustainable investing and how your portfolio reflects your values. Do your investments seek accountability from corporations that govern more and more of our society and even the lives we lead? Listen in as we explore the question, are you investing like you give a damn? Hello and welcome to Deep Impact Investing with Kimberly Grego-Kyle from Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. Today, she's got a special guest on, and that is Justin Conway. He's the Vice President of Investment Partnerships at Calvert Impact Capital and has been with the firm since 2006. He has been working in impact investing since 2001 and has served on the boards of Green America and USSIF and currently sits on the boards of Eris Insight. Good morning, you two. How are you? I'm great, Eric. It's really nice to be here with you again. Yeah, Eric, nice to meet you and and, and Kim. Uh, No, we've known each other for a little while, but tickled pink to be here. Thanks for having me. I guess you can't really see that through a podcast, but but I am happy to be here. Oh, I can hear it in your voice. I'm really, I'm really. (laughs) Yeah, pink comes through audio perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's a great question, Justin. You just let in. How did you guys meet? I don't remember exactly where we met, but. Um, I think probably at a conference somewhere. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming it was probably one of the the SRI conferences or, or early predecessors to some of the the US SIF meetings uh, out there. But no, we've uh, seen each other um, in in a lot of different settings over the past uh, 15 plus years. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've probably known each other at least 15 years. So yeah, it's. It, I've known you before children. So ah, yes. It's been a while. Before <laughs> you have children anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Justin, before we really get started on our conversation, let's talk a little bit about the basics of community investing. So, because uh, I, I think some people are going to know what it is, but not everybody will know what exactly community investing is. Um, but yeah, do you want to share a little bit with that or do you want me to share it? How do you want to, I mean, this is your field. I mean, you, you know, community investing inside and out. So sure. Um, I, I think wanna, that, you, you know, community investing and, and what we often call it now, broader impact investing, you know the language can get a little tricky in, in our field, but really when we're talking about community and, and, and deep impact investing, I think we're often talking about how we're investing with the purpose to create social and environmental uh, impact. Uh, of course, it's investing, so alongside the, the financial returns. Um, but we're really talking often about getting capital, working in communities, financing the solutions that people and planet need, whether that's financing affordable housing or other community services or creating climate solutions um, to address the, you know, the real big social and environmental challenges uh, that we face today. Yeah. I, and I think that's what we love so much about community investing is it's, it's often things that are really close to our heart and um, things that we really want to focus on. And so um, that's what we love about it. And, you know, in, in my experience, um, almost every single one of my clients wants to invest in some way in their community or broader communities. But I really want to hear from you, what, what is the why of investing in your communities? I mean, why invest in your community? Is there, is there a short-term gain? Is there a long-term gain? Um, yeah. what, what's the why? What do you hear 
Yeah, until I think the why, the why is really important. And we could get deeply philosophical about this. And I think a lot of investors approach it, uh, you know, in just some different ways. But but I'd say a couple of things. Uh, one why is that the world needs it, uh, whether it's our climate crisis, widening inequality. Uh, you know, the world needs investors to care about these issues and addressing uh, the funding gap uh, that we have to achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals or our people, planet, our economy uh, be- becomes more challenged and in trouble. And while I think that is kind of the, the daunting uh, aspect of the why, I think the other why, which is way more positive, is that investors, like you said, you know, actually want to do this. Uh, you know, whether it's the broader interest in that's growing for sustainable and impact investing, I think people are increasingly understanding it's, it's part of their responsibility. And we're seeing that interest across the board. Uh, it is driven in many ways by women and millennials who are becoming more active in managing money and are perhaps more willing to challenge some of the old ways of doing things. Um, but I think that, you know, people want to do things in their community. I think impact investing, um, when you get into kind of what it's, it is exciting for you within it, it's just more interesting. It produces better outcomes and stories for communities. And honestly, it's just a, more memorable and fun. And I think the other thing that, that people, uh, you know, think about in terms of the why is in, in community investing is it's, it's more tangible. Right. It's it's building affordable housing or the community center uh, in your in town. It's uh, investing in in farmers in the U.S. or abroad to produce more sustainable food. It's getting capital to a s- small entrepreneur that is providing a, a new service. And I live in Washington, D.C. So when I walk out of my door every morning, I get to see multiple projects as I'm walking to the metro where I know that impact investor dollars help make that project happen. And so it's just, you know, more real and tangible than some of the other uh, investments out there because you can know what your dollars are doing in the communities you live in and care about. And uh, if you're around, you can see it. Right. And I remember uh, for us and for some of my clients, one of the most impactful events that we did was was a luncheon where you came out here to Santa Fe and we invited our local clients, and you talked about the the Calvert Impact Capital investments that were local to our community, to Santa Fe, to New Mexico, and I think that was so important to our to our clients. You said these are the projects that we have money on the ground yeah, here and I think in New my, Mexico. My last Santa answer Fe. was more kind of on, on the progressive side for those of us that are thinking about these big social and environmental challenges. But I think impact investing makes sense kind of across generations, across political bents. It, it makes sense to a lot of people because everyone yeah. wants to do something you know, good in their community. And so they might not have this deep, I need to invest to solve the world's challenges and change the world. Uh, but they you know, do like their local businesses. They do want to support the health and and education and other services within their community. So, again, it's kind of real and and can be very local and and personal. Right. Yeah. And and I want to talk a little bit later about um, some stories around around some of these things. But let's talk a little technical um, because I think these are also important questions. But 
you know, because uh, some people won't know the answers to these, but let's, let's talk, um, is this, what type of investment is this? Is this a growth investment? You and I know the answer, but other people don't. So, you know, cause people want to know, is this a growth investment? Am I going to get income from it? What, what, it, what kind of investment is a community investment? Yeah, well, at, at Calvert Impact Capital, with our community investment node, it's a fixed income security that, that we offer. And so, therefore, the returns uh, are, are set up front uh, to provide income and, and be consistent there for the, the investor. And there are a range of returns that we provide based on the term uh, that one uh, invests. But I think more broadly, if we're talking about community and impact investments I think they are financing things that seek to uh, provide financial returns, and they're doing so with the purpose to create impact. But there are a range of options that span risk, return profiles, and structures. But I think they're all about providing positive returns for investors and, and communities, uh, they can just be in different asset classes. So some are cash and fixed income where there's that more steady uh, stream of income. Uh, and then there are, are private equity and real assets and some direct community investments that can take on you know, more equity or other forms uh, where you know, it's just a different risk return profile. Uh, but there are certainly a number of more fixed income options like our community investment note uh, that provide, you know, a, a, an income and, and growth opportunity. So again, it, there are a variety of options for, for folks to look at in terms of community investments. And uh, in, in, so it's not a one size fits all. So um, as I like to, to remind folks, um, you can invest in your community in, in a lot of different ways and for what fits your particular needs. And I think this is a good point for us to remind people, you should always discuss any type of investment with your financial advisor prior to making that investment and make sure it makes sense for you. And, and again, any investment product we discuss is not a specific recommendation for you as we don't know your particular investment needs or your, your personal qualifications. So um, even though we're talking about Justin's particular firm, I'm not making any particular recommendations here. So I have to make that clarification. And so again, you know, when we talk about the high impact community investments, there's, there's a, a lot of different terms and there's a lot of different options that, that people aren't going to be aware of. Like what's a CDFI? What's a, a micro enterprise loan? We know there's some mutual funds that do that and there's pooled investments and what else am I forgetting? You know, there's, there's lots of these different options. So can we talk about some of the different options that are available? Sure. Uh, so you mentioned CDFIs, which are community development financial institutions. Uh, these are uh, community-based banks, credit unions, loan funds, and, and venture capital funds that have certif been certified by the U.S. Treasury Department uh, for getting capital at work in low and moderate income areas for affordable housing, small business lending, uh, health care, and other critical community services. Uh, there are over a thousand uh, around the country, 
Um, so the, there are often ones uh, near to where uh, a person lives um, or in the communities that they're interested in. You mentioned microfinance uh, and microenterprise loan funds. Uh, there are certainly small business loan funds in the U.S., but often when folks talk about microfinance, they're really referring to uh, small loans to entrepreneurs uh, internationally uh, and sometimes even to small and medium-sized businesses uh, in those more emerging markets. And so there are a number of, of, of options there. Uh, and then I think there are the more venture capital fund and you know community real estate fund, uh, some farmland conservation funds uh, that are out there and all types of uh, direct investments in, in private companies and social enterprises and, and even crowdfunding. Uh, and so I think, you know, this in some ways points to one of the challenges I think community impact investing has is that uh, while it is very broad and it covers all kinds of different asset classes, uh, you know, the options within it aren't necessarily household names. Uh, they are community-based organizations. And so uh, it can be kind of daunting to, to try to understand all of it. And so I think what's important for investors and, and their advisors, Kim, I know you do this, it's kind of really understanding uh, what the investor is you know, passionate about, what they're interested in, the communities they care about, and kind of use that as uh, the frame from which to have the conversation and find options that are you know, of interest to them, and then uh, also meet their risk return time horizon, all of those, um, you know, uh, things that, you know, each individual investor might, might differ on a little bit. But I think it's trying to find a starting place around what is an issue or place that's really important. And therefore, what is the impact investment options that I have uh, that really speak to me? Right. And I think that's really important because there's probably something out there for everyone and different levels of investments for for folks to invest in in their communities. And um, for some people, uh, depending on your your risk return, you don't necessarily need a lot of money. But some of these investments, you do need a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Some of them require minimum amounts, which are are fairly large. Um, and then there's always the question, you know, are they safe investments? Uh, yeah, well, I think that, as we mentioned to the question there about the safety, uh, given that impact investing spans a wide range of risk return profiles and it goes across asset classes, uh, it's important to know uh, the investment option, the manager and their track record and the steps that they take to, to manage risk especially if they're investing in underserved and emerging markets. There are many organizations uh, many that, we, that we've mentioned so far that are proving you can successfully invest in communities. Um, and there are options like banks and credit unions that provide the same government insurance you'd get from a, a big name bank, but they're community-based banks putting more of the deposits to work and serving the community. Uh, there are fixed income uh, community note programs that have significant capitalization to protect investors um, from any potential uh, losses that they might have on, on, on a project. And so while all investing has risk, I think many investors look to 
uh, impact investment options kind of within the cash and fixed income uh, asset classes for uh, consistent returns uh, with quite a bit of uh, risk management and, and track record there. And I think those are important things to to certainly keep in mind. What about limits? Are, are there are there any limits to this this type of or, or this class of, of investments? Or should someone limit what they're investing in mm-hmm. in this area? Yeah, th- there aren't limits per se. Of course, different investors have different risk return goals and time horizons. Uh, but one can build a diversified portfolio of impact investments, especially if they work with financial advisor that that really knows uh, the space uh, like you do, Kim. I guess the thing mm-hmm. I'd, I'd stress is that, you know, while we're talking about a lot of different options here, uh, which is exciting for some, I think it, what's important is to try to get started in impact investing. Start with an option uh, and a manager that you feel good about and trust uh, and then build from there. I think you'll learn a lot about impact investing um, by doing it. Um, and doing it in, in a way that, you know, is comfortable and, and, you know, is something that you can then build from and, and grow on there. I think one of the challenges that given that there are a lot of options, sometimes people, especially uh, institutional uh, investors, will spend sometimes years uh, trying to understand everything uh, in the space and they're not getting their capital to work um, in, in a way that helps communities or provides that real uh, learning opportunity for them. So often tell people to find something that, you know, they feel comfortable starting with and, and they'll learn a lot from that. Right. There's a fine line between having to learn everything first and, um, just starting slowly. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, just like do, do a little bit and, um, learn what you're doing and, and, and do, you know, doing something safe. So, yeah. Uh, what I'd really love now is for you to share with us some interesting stories of the work that Calvert Impact Capital has done over the years and some of the lives that you've uh, that you've affected. Sure. I uh, mentioned how, I, well, I, you know, what is great about impact and investing is that there are just so many uh, great stories. So uh, we are um, have uh, just a wealth of them. You know, I'd start Kim, with an example near you. A group I, I know you're well aware of and HomeWise. This is a, a mm-hmm. nonprofit affordable housing organization that's active in Santa Fe and, and Albuquerque. They provide financing and, and education, a lot of education to help families know what it takes and then to be able to buy an affordable home, uh, given that that's such an important foundation uh, in people's lives. There's uh, also near you uh, an, an organization we've uh, worked with uh, for a number of years and also uh, provided some new uh, financing to is Chicanos por la Casa, uh, which uh, was founded, I think, 50 years ago to really confront some of the oppression facing Latinos um, in uh, the Southwest and is now providing a, a range of community development services throughout uh, Arizona, uh, New Mexico, and, and Nevada. One of the things that you know, Calvert Impact Capital is known for is really investing for for gender equity and, and women's empowerment. Uh, we've seen over the years, uh, we've been uh, doing this now for over twenty four years, how women are good investments. 
they are good on the impact side and that they're more likely to put uh, any increased income that they have towards their family and, and education. And they're also on the better on the credit risk side as they repay at higher rates and, and are, are more likely to ask for help uh, if, if needed. And so uh, we've been, uh, you know, developing kind of how we can be even more impactful uh, with a women's empowerment focus and are now doing a lot of clean energy uh, investments. So really getting clean cook stoves and solar lights in, in the hands of women uh, in Africa, Asia, and Latin America uh, because of the outsized impact it has on women in terms of safety and having more productive time that's not uh, needed to be spent going out and collecting firewood far away from home, uh, the impact and what it means for the family in terms of having access to light and electricity and, and much better indoor air quality from not burning uh, wood or other, you know, former fuels. And, and certainly the huge environmental impact it has, uh, not only within the, the home for the people that are breathing the air, but just in terms of our broader environment um, and, and, and kind of huge CO2 reductions um, when we move from wood and, and other sources towards real clean energy. So kind of a huge social and environmental uh, impact. And we've been doing some really interesting environmental uh, investments recently, whether it's uh, reducing uh, the likelihood of forest fires in California. Folks will remember how devastating that was uh, last summer into fall there. And, and a lot of the government resources are uh, now trapped and still dealing with that. So there's not a lot of money for prevention, but we've worked with some nonprofits to figure out how to get people to, to clear the, the brush uh, there and ultimately hope reduce the fire risk and improve air and water quality in California, uh, which is something we hope that can be replicated. Uh, we uh, here in D.C. are invested in a major greening the city effort to create green jobs and reduce the stormwater runoff that uh, when it rains here, uh, our sewer system overflows and, and, and pollutes our, our rivers. Uh, so that's one that uh, kind of get to see, uh, at, at least underground, but get to see a, a number of the, the greening efforts as walk around certain parts of D.C. that exciting. Um, to, you know, on the waterfront, uh, which I know is often uh, is becoming an increasing area of, uh, of interest for investors is we have a new blue bond, uh, as we call it, that we've invested in to support the uh, improved ocean health in, in the Seychelles off the coast uh, of Africa. So, you know, one of the exciting things is I could go on with different stories in, in different communities, and that's really one of the coolest things about uh, impact investing and our portfolio and that it spans so many impact sectors and, and geographies that uh, there's uh, something uh, really for everyone. Um, one of the things that I we think is, uh, you know, great, you mentioned kind of the event that we did in, in Santa Fe talking about the local partners. Um, when we're able to tell those stories or really when we're able to do an impact tour and take folks around to see some of the projects, meet the entrepreneurs, see the school, the health clinic, meet the doctors, meet some families that are now in a good quality, affordable housing. 
you know, when, when people see that, uh, it's, it's often an aha moment about, you know, they might have heard of impact investing, but then it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's real. Uh, and it's certainly a memorable experience uh, that, that stays with people. And so that's one of the, you know, the fun things uh, about the job is just making those connections for folks and, and showing how real and tangible uh, the, the impact can be on, on families and communities. Right. I think the stories are, are really what um, make it so heartfelt and um, so important for people. And, and that's why they really connect with impact and, and community investment and, and find it so important, when they, especially when they can start hearing these stories. Yeah. yeah and I think we often, Kim, get uh, as financial professionals, we are all about the, the impact metrics and you know, right. the number of jobs and the square footage of affordable housing and, and what that means. Um, but uh, it sounds like uh, you would agree that that your clients are often looking for more of those stories and kind of the outcomes uh, that could produce yes. um, beyond whether we created, um, you know, it's important to know how many jobs we create and track these things and, and all the other impact metrics, but it's really the stories that can resonate with people. They really want the human impact yeah. and the environmental impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of impact, right? Yeah. But before we go, because we're we're getting close to time, I I really want to give you a couple of minutes to tell us and and tell our listeners about Calvert Impact Capital and how folks can find more about your work and how other than through me how they can um, can can uh, maybe invest. Sure. Well, Calvert Impact Capital, we are a, a nonprofit. Um, an interesting one because we offer an investment product, but our, our mission is to really make uh, impact investable. So we try to connect all types of investors, individuals to institutions, uh, no matter how small or big, to ways that they can really get their capital working in communities and do a lot of good in the world. Uh, we see that so many people don't understand uh, that how they save and invest their money is a big part of, you know, how they're voting every day for the world they, they want to live in. And, and we hope to help show more of them about, you know, tell these stories, show them the opportunities, connect them and their advisors to all of the, the great organizations uh, that are really trying to create solutions to our challenges and, and, and doing so. Um, with a real connection to communities. Uh, we take all of the capital that's invested with us, which largely comes through a fixed income security called the Community Investment Note. It's really designed to be the most convenient and risk mitigated way for folks to start doing impact investing. Uh, minimums as low as $20 online or, or $1,000 in brokerage accounts, uh, earning up to 4% uh, based on the time one invests. And we take all of the capital that we get and we find these great local partners that are creating measurable social and environmental impact uh, in communities. And so we make sure that they're doing great work in their communities and producing the impact, make sure that's aligned, uh, but also do rigorous financial and, and risk underwriting uh, as well. Um, but we are, you know, one through our community investment note is one way that we uh, connect folks uh, to the great work happening throughout the U.S. and in over 100 countries around the world. 
but also try to be a, a broader uh, resource as well. You can learn uh, more about us, including our social impact reports and ways to get involved on our website, which is calvertimpactcapital.org. Uh, and of course, Kim, uh, you and uh, your uh, business partner, Johan, uh, Horizons are you know, experts um, uh, in this space as well. Uh, so uh, know us and can answer questions, but also uh, more broadly about some of the other uh, community impact investing options that are out there. Right. And we certainly do quite a bit of work in this area and love to help our clients with it. Justin, I can't thank you enough for being a guest on our podcast today and sharing this important information with our listeners. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Kim. Always great to talk with you and uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks. This was great, you guys. Holy cow. Um, Justin, thank you so much for being a guest. I Just listening to the impact, the, the huge list of all the stories that you you and your company and the, the folks that work with you, like Kim, how that all meshes together to truly make a difference. Uh, that that's, that's heart touching. It really, really is. So thank you so much for being here. And Kim, thank you so much for bringing him on as a guest. It was my pleasure. Yeah, Kim. Well, thanks to you and Eric for uh, for, for having me on today. It's been a, a treat to talk with, with you both. And uh, again, uh, you, either one of you or, or any of your listeners, let me know if we or any of my colleagues here at Calvert Impact Capital uh, can be helpful to them in trying to figure out impact investing. Outstanding. Thanks again. And thank you all for listening to the Deep Impact Investing Podcast with Kimberly Grego Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Kim comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Horizon Sustainable Financial Services, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Deep Impact Investing Podcast, the sustainable, responsible impact investing podcast that shows you how to get your voice heard. It's time to start investing like you give a damn. To ask a question that we can answer on an upcoming podcast, email us at info at horizonssfs.com or join the conversation on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash horizons sustainable financial services or give us a call at 505-982-9661. Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. The companies we may speak about during our podcast are not recommendations for investment only. You and your financial advisor can determine what the right investments are for you and your situation. Horizon Sustainable Financial Services is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of New Mexico and other other jurisdictions were registered or exempted. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host and or guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Horizon Sustainable Financial Services. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions questions you may have regarding your investment planning.